Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 1230 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello. Hi. I don't see you. Oh, there you are. Okay, good. I was like, oh, this angle is super. I don't see you now again. It's gone. Welcome back to Purely (laughs) OCD. Welcome to being off the rails, which by the way. Oh my God. Oh, yep. Yes, we do have. on the rails. We have pins. We in fact do have pins. So we have a question. Oh, does OCD ever go away? So if you... Hi, Chrissy. Um, if you have any questions, can you th- can you throw them in the question mark yield question mark box so that we can figure it out? Because right we here. We, we <laughs> did I get it? I don't know. In the groinal <laughs> groinal area. It's um, in the groinal area. Um, so sorry, I'm really weird angle. So if you see my boogers, just let me know because I, I feel I like you're boogers. like. Mm. And on top of that. I have to, I don't have my stand, so my phone keeps tipping. Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Good. We're doing it live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do you best control OCD is the first question. What do you think? Mm. Well, control is an interesting choice of words because mm-hmm. um, OCD is a lot about control, right? We can't control it, but we can manage it. Mm. Um, and you know, really the, the first line intervention in managing OCD is going to be exposure and response prevention. Mm-hmm. And usually with a little bit of medication, oh, <laughs> but not always, right. but not always, no, not always. That's true. What was that? What was that? I was going to try and do move? like, that's it. No, it's like E. I don't know how to make an R with okay. my fingers. R P P. Yeah. You got it. Girl. You Thank got you. it. Nailed yeah. it. So ERP, yep, managing is good. Um, do, you, do you have anything you'd like to add to that? No, I like, well, I think I agree with you that it's interesting that word control because I think actually control is the problem. Mm-hmm. So ERP is all about learning how to be in the presence of anxiety and uncertainty without trying to control it, right? Like with just letting it sort of, all be there and, and maybe even feel really overwhelming. Um, I maybe definitely feel really overwhelming most of the time. Most of the time. Not always. No, not always. So I think, I think the answer is in a strange turn that you learn how to not control your OCD, that you learn to just roll with the punches when it, when it arrives so that you can live a big, beautiful, full life. Yes. Yeah, definitely. 
Also, I like mindfulness and acceptance and commitment therapy. And I know Kelly does too. I do. Yeah. I didn't throw it in there because, because I don't know why, because it's Friday and I'm getting real weird already. I love it, man. You know, I love the weird. Okay. Um, let's see. Does OCD ever go away? Um, do you want to, do you want to feel that I feel? Yeah. No, I mean, so I think everyone's recovery is going to look a lot different, right? Um, why don't you do it actually? Okay. So I agree though. You're right. Everyone's recovery is going to look a lot different. I'm in the camp that, and I was actually just thinking about this this morning in a conversation with another colleague of ours that, so in the DSM, it says that of people with OCD, 76% will have a co-occurring anxiety disorder in their lifetime. And by anxiety disorder, what the DSM is talking about is panic disorder or social anxiety or um, phobias, phobias, right? Generalized anxiety, all of these other things. And I think that it really speaks to the fact that the way the obsessive mind works is very specific. Do I think that that tendency for the mind to work in a certain way ever leaves us? No, I do mm-hmm. not. I, I believe that I and the people that I work with by and large have a type of way of seeing the world and have this amazing ability to jump right into problem solving, even when there's not a problem that can be solved. And right. it's the feeling it's going after. It's like, Oh, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. No, gotta we, get rid uh, of this. Ooh, this is <laughs> Annihilate. <not okay. laughs> yeah. yeah. Foreign contaminants. <laughs> error, error. <laughs> I, think, I think that the thing is that with that tendency comes a lot of creativity, a lot of, of, um, intelligence, right. That there are all of these other qualities that tend to coexist in individuals who happen to have OCD. This is one expression of having a mind that, that sort of works to annihilate issues and, and can think of all of these creative things. Um, and also, you know, happens to have a lot of good things too. So that's, convoluted, but yeah, there you go. I know I'm with you hundred percent. I think there's definitely times where OCD can almost go into more remissive remission stages. Um, there's certainly times in my life where it's peaked a lot more. Um, and even times in the week where it's peaking more. So, um, just keep that in mind. Yeah. That's such a good point. And even throughout the day, right? Sometimes it's just like it's seasons. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that of course naturally. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And there are periods of time where the anxiety doesn't feel nearly as intense and it's, it's less frequent. So it it really depends on what you mean when you ask, does OCD ever go away? Because you're always going to feel anxious to some degree if you're alive. Um, but whether you're doing compulsions is another thing. Exactly which is really the only important, important part of the puzzle. Yes. Ultimately. Even though it feels like it's not. That's true. <laughs> it's, it feels as though. It feels. The, the compulsions are the solution. That is yeah. not true. Inaccurate. Okay. I'm picking at random. Do it. Your turn to field, friend. So can OCD manifest mentally more through thoughts than physical compulsions? I don't... 
and then it cuts off. I don't have the best wording. Sorry. No, I think that's great wording. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Well said. Actually, Um, yes. A lot of it is going to be mental rumination and uh, mental compulsions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people traditionally think when they think of OCD, they think of checking and counting and washing. And in reality, you know, the people that Lauren and I treat and see, that's kind of few and far between. I mean, there's plenty going on, but far more we see mental rumination, memory hoarding, comparing, you know, a thought from last week to this week, if it still bothers you, emotionally checking checking the temperature of the room emotionally. There's so much going on and it's very hard to catch. That's where mindfulness comes in, Mm -hmm. guys, where we were Mm -hmm. talking in the beginning is that you have to have awareness into the thought patterns. Otherwise, your ability to do an intervention on it is going to be very difficult. Yes, because disengaging from thinking is impossible if you don't see that you're thinking. Yeah, exactly. No. Well said, friend. And for what it's worth, that's also my personal favorite and specialty when it comes to compulsions are the mental ones. Oh um, boy, me too. My brain just loves doing those mental compulsions. Yeah, just, except for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Hey, but at least hot. we're at the point where we know when it's mostly happening, right? That's the other side of things is that there's been times in my life where it's like, I don't know what's even OCD. Like, I don't even, I'm totally just becoming it, you know? So that's why it is important to practice mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, that's, I love what you're talking about there because it's the, this sort of meta OCD. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not, what if this isn't even OCD or what if this is OCD and I'm missing it, right? Like there's just bastards. All right. A-holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So just a reminder, we can't, uh, give clinical advice on here. Yeah. Um, So placement for therapy. Tis not OCD, health, anxiety, and the body pains from 30 years plus of anxiety and OCD occupy my mind 24 seven. I'm exhausted. Do I need meds struggling to get a therapist here in the UK? Again, we especially can't uh, speak to, um, whether or not anyone needs meds, including the people that we work with. Um, OCD Action in the UK, though, is a great resource. It is. So I love them. I know. They're amazing. <laughs> they are. Um, and I think, isn't the conference coming up? I think for, so. For um, UK OCD? It's, they're all, like, we're effed, basically, because... <laughs> We have conferences back to back, you and I, for a while. Yeah, so for a bit. It could be yeah. any of those days. Yeah. It's yeah. somewhere in Although, July. Sadly, I'm not part of that one because. Well, I'm not either, but, cool. you know, to track yeah. all of them is hard. It's it look is. it up on their website or their Instagram. OCD account. Action. Yep. And they have an Instagram. Make it happen. They're fantastic. Um, but I'm sorry that you're struggling and it can yeah. be really exhausting. I think, I think you put it well exhausted. I've been there. I, I'm sorry that you're there. There is help and there's a lot of hope to be had. Um, so reach out to them and they will, I imagine, be able to support. In terms of any 
questions that are being posed now, just a reminder that if you have a question, throw it into the question mark box so that we can kind of organize them. Um, do you want me to start reading off some of the ones or do they already submit? Um, no, uh, I'm just trying to find one that I, I'm just going to go at random and we can, yeah. we can filter them together. Uh, why does OCT attack everything you loved? Can you touch on POCD and how to deal with uncertainty? So I would say definitely reference back to our previous live on pedophilia OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be, you might find that useful. And why does OCD attack everything you love? Because it knows that you care about it. So it knows you'll pay attention. I guess well, that's, that's my answer. Right. Because the other things won't stick because you don't care about it. Like if you get anxious about something you don't care about, then it's just going to like sort of slip off like Teflon, right? Yeah. Teflon brain. Um, Teflon brain. That was a little DVT action there, girlfriend. Wait, was it? They use that a lot. Yeah. Teflon? Yeah. Teflon mind. But- I'm sure it's just a psychology word in general too. I like it. Um, so I was going to say something and I forgot. Uh, was it about Teflon? No. Stay on the rails, Toodle. Okay. okay. Right here. Shit. You can read it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, oh, I was going to say what you were saying, kind of piggyback off of it is like, say you're running an OCD group, right? And everyone's theme is a little different in the group. And one person is like, oh man, I wish I had that type of OCD. Uh, hold on. Now, hold on. It doesn't bother you. That's why. So it's like to, it's like comparing apples and oranges or actually apples and apples. If you really think about it, because they're still experiencing the same type of pain. It's just different content. Um, Right. But it chooses what you like because it knows it'll get your attention. If you care a lot about, you know, the type of relationship you have and the healthy quality of your relationship, you better believe that OCD is going to sink its teeth into that. And if you're like a person who doesn't need to wash their hands and they don't care about contamination stuff or, you know, germs or the fear that they're going to die if they touch something that cross-transferred, OCD doesn't give a shit, doesn't care. It's like, no, that's not the important stuff, people. The important right. stuff is your relationship, actually. Right, which is where religious scrupulosity, right? If somebody is really um, focused on their relationship to, to God and, and to faith, you know, that's that – and, and somebody just wrote in the feed, um, I have different types of OCD. That's the thing, is it likes to jump from topic to topic, and as your cares in life – evolve so does your OCD in a, a really just fantastic way. I mean that's right like if I had never gotten sober, I never would have had obsessions about whether or not I was still sober, right? Yeah. That wouldn't have been um applicable. So yeah. yeah. If I didn't have a baby that I loved so much, I probably wouldn't be so stuck on her, but I might be stuck on other relationships is my guess or yeah. harm thoughts. Right? So it's really just OCD at the end yeah. of the day. We're splitting hairs. It's OCD. Yep, absolutely. And, and just in terms of POCD too, it, it, I think because the topic is so abhorrent to most people, this idea of like, I can't accept uncertainty around that. But the reality is 
we're all accepting uncertainty all the time, right? Like I'm accepting the uncertainty that somebody with POCD is not accepting because I'm just not, but I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not, you know, right. If, if it comes in, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a weird thought. And then I move on. And a wise therapist once told me, um, we're all accepting uncertainty all the time. It, just like you said, right. It just depends on what you're willing to accept in that moment. So for example, we are all sitting on a chair. Well, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us are. Um, and it's possible that chair could just collapse. But if we are, you know, like fixated on it, we're going to be really concerned and distracted. And our whole life is going to be thinking about how chairs are constructed and the sound that they make and how we know when they're going to drop and all this stuff. And, and most of us are just sitting in the chair. And then when it drops, if it drops, if it drops, then we go, Oh, okay. Dropped. Right. right. So and we're accepting uncertainty. It. Yeah. Right. Accepting uncertainty in every facet except this content area. Right. Because you're unwilling to be, uh, to allow uncertainty to be there, not because it's not there all over. Right. To your point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Wicked wheel of fate. Right. That's a thing. Is it? It sounds like a thing. Wicked something. I don't, what is, what's my deal? Um, how do you deal with and handle when depression interferes with OCD treatment? Boy, oh boy. That, that's a good question. Great question. Because it almost, always not does. always, but oftentimes well. it does. And I think the tendency to beat up on oneself, and not that this is depression, but I think that the sort of feudalistic, I'm not capable, I'm just, I'm... Right. Like that stuff comes up a lot in, in depression and OCD co-occurring with depression. I feel like there's so many ways in which the two can overlap. Like you're a bad person because you have these terrible thoughts, right? Like if we're having those thoughts, we're going to feel depressed. Who wouldn't, right? If you believe them. Right. You're listening to them. Um, So how do we handle it? That's complex. It depends on every, every person's different. Yeah. Um, we start going into, you know, it's really, it's individual, right? It really is because sometimes medication might be needed as advised by a psychiatrist, um, not us per se and behavioral activation stuff, right? Like we have to do lots of getting out of the house, opposite action, um, getting you active physically, um, connecting with people you care about. Yep. Yeah. No, that's all spot on. Um, I think the only thing I would add to that is that depression involves a lot of, of unkind self-talk and a lot of, of other types of rumination, right? We talk about rumination a lot in the context of OCD these days, but actually, um, to sort of chew over and regurgitate and then chew some more, um, it, it's often seen in the context of depression. And so learning how to have sort of a zero tolerance policy, like I'm just not having that conversation with you, brain, like your brain says, well, if you cared more, you would have already done your exposure homework for the day, but clearly you don't care enough because you suck. Right. And it's like, Oh, thank you. Great. That's a, that's such a lovely thought. Um, 
I have to get my exposure therapy done now. So I'm not having that conversation about how much I suck that. Thank you for the thought, right? Like that's, I I think really saying like, namaste, I don't talk to assholes, right? Like that's (laughs) zero tolerance. Just don't like, uh, well, it's like, right? Like if somebody that walks up to you. That is the best. <laughs> Hold on. I got to absorb that. <laughs> Namaste. I don't talk to assholes. Thank you. I am going to say that for the rest of my life now. Mark I... it in the book, Smokey. <laughs> Smokey, it's there. Just um, no, just not. And even if that asshole is living in my own brain. Because... <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah. I have to talk to your asshole all the time. And I you know. talk to mine too. Because this we don't talk weird. to our assholes. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I'm not actually talking to anybody's asshole. We're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I did not mean for I it like to go. it. No, I, we're talking why? about the bullies in our heads, right? Correct. Yes, the unkind people. That, yeah. You know that echo <laughs> the echo chamber in our minds, and and you know, like yes, and we do, we, but we don't. You don't talk. Don't talk to that guy alone if you're going to Yeah, ha- don't like, do it. No. <laughs> not advised. Uh, and generally probably not talking to him overall or her or them, whatever, you know. Right. You or just got to Yeah. Yeah. Um I would also like to say, you know, exposure response prevention includes cognitive behavioral therapy, which ironically is the thing that, you know, is the frontline treatment for depression. So mm-hmm. You would, you know, track your thoughts like, hey, you're a terrible person for having this thought. And then we might think of a more middle path response rather than this very extreme, you're good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another um, key treatment form with depression. Bingo. And also, so you know, everyone, is that I have to leave in a couple of minutes because I have a client. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's 2.28. Yep. Okay. Thanks for joining us, you guys. And we will be back with one of our, our episodes. If anyone wants to send in requests for themes, uh, you can DM us. Um, ooh. Okay. Oh, hi, Not Alone Notes. They're awesome. Check them I know out. They are. If, if you haven't already, they're amazing. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Um. How do you know it's OCD or intrusive thoughts because of anxiety, panic disorder? Well, I have thoughts. Do you have thoughts? Yeah, we don't. We don't. don't And it doesn't really matter because Mm -mm. going back to that idea that like 76% of people with OCD have a co-occurring anxiety disorder, that tells me that it's, you know, we're probably just categorizing things that aren't really that different. They're just different types of anxiety. That's just one woman's opinion, but... You don't need to know, ultimately. Because then you start overvaluing the thought that maybe is or isn't that, right? It's like, and it turns into a whole nother mental cycle. It's just Wait, your thoughts. Say that again? I mean, if somebody, say, Sorry. like with ROCD goes, okay, well, what's the difference between real, I don't know why I keep saying ROCD other than the fact that I said it earlier. Sorry. Anyways. Um, Good. That they might say, like, what's... OCD and what's not. And it's like, okay, if we start going down that path, then you're overvaluing way too much on the thoughts. Like a thought is a thought, right? It's just a thought. It doesn't have, there's not one that's more important than the other. Right. 
So saying like the difference between like an OCD thought versus a normal thought, it's you're still putting too much attention on the idea that some thoughts are inherently important when they're all just noise. Yeah, they're just thoughts. Right. And if they're not, if they don't match up with rationality, then right. Like if they, if they don't, if they don't match up with the facts, Sparky, you know, yes. like just saying smoky and sparky, man. Um, so with all that said, I know you've got to go. And so we appreciate you all being here. Let us know what you want to hear about. We're going to be coming back on the lives full, full steam ahead. Watch yeah. out world. Smoky and sparky. I don't know which one's which, frankly. Just stay on the rail, the rails. Just do that. Just <laughs> Sorry, guys. We do. Have, I have to go. But um, go. thank you. Yes, yes. We yes. are so happy to be back. Super happy. Thanks, guys, okay. for joining. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD.